welcome to another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV. From Mid-America RV, experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. It's been a minute since I've been in an RV. Yeah. I was like, ooh, where are you going with that, my guy? Uh, but same. You know, I've, it's been a long time since I've been on I think the last time I was in an RV uh, was when we did the live show there, which was last summer. Was, yeah, we, we did our, our radio like um, fantasy football preview. Yep. We um, did. It was hot, too. But it was fun. It was hot because it had been sitting on the lot for a while. Yeah. And it was August. <laughs> Summertime. Yeah. They've got some pretty sweet RVs. But it was there. it was a cool RV. I mean, it almost got me. It was like 180 bucks a month. I was like, I'm going to live in this bastard. I still think, like, for you, it's. I think it's a good idea. If I didn't have children, I would seriously consider it. Honestly, like, there's an apartment that's like, okay, if I get rid of my apartment, utilities, Wi-Fi, and all this shit that's included with it. Mm-hmm. And then I go buy a truck and an RV. It's like my payment for those two things is going to equal what I'm paying for my car, apartment, and utilities, and Wi-Fi, all that included. And the only thing I got to worry about decorating or having shit in is an RV, and I got enough stuff for that. I don't even think you really have to decorate an RV. I don't think I do either. Like, It's just I feel like it's hard to be like, hey, you want to come to my place? I'm like, yeah, where's that? It's like, parking lot, RV sitting right there. Yeah, well, I still think you would have to have it like parked somewhere else. It wouldn't just be along the side. I'm imagining like on the road, like all out. Because, you know, I just travel. I just travel so much with an RV by myself. You know, I just. Uh But if I had one, I would. I walked by the uh, the coffee shop here this morning. Yeah. You're you're a coffee guy. I am not. Mm -hmm. Uh, Doing my walk of shame this morning back to my truck. They've done the thing that's like cool. It's such a big city thing. Where they've taken the parking spots that are in front of their yes. building, and they're like, nope, no more parking here. We've got outdoor seating. That's like brand new, how, too. Okay, I was like, how long has that been there? Uh, like this week. I don't know if it was oh, for okay. third Thursday or what, but mm-hmm. it. I think it's awesome. Yeah, they should keep it there. And they, the coffee that they it's the best place in town. Have I gone to the other three places here? I'll just be honest oh, with you. Oh, there's more than three. Well, there's Zinc Coffee, there's the Bearded Roosters, and then that Joplin Greenhouse has a little coffee shop in it. Right. There's but then, then, like you throw, you throw in, in scooters and Starbucks and Seven Brew, Seven Brew, Seven Brew, fucking slaps. That is the Chick Fil A coffee. Yeah, I think and if you're not from spot. Arkansas, Missouri, you have no idea what we're talking about. But look them up. It's literally just the number seven and then Brew B R E W, and it is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I say the Chick Fil A like coffee, I mean it because they'll come to your car. Like you don't got to wait to just. Like, get up to the window and place your order. They walk to you, take your order, and then when you pull up, it's boom, they hand it to you. You're in and out of that. Fantastic. It's just on the other side of town for me, so there's no point for me to go anymore. And that's mic'd up talking coffee. Yeah, I don't know how we I, got there. I but. cannot tell you the last time I had a cup of coffee. Are you serious? Oh, it's been years. You asked me the other day, like, oh, like, what does coffee do? Like, does it really help? I didn't drink coffee yesterday just for the fact so I could answer it today for you. Uh, it made a huge difference for me. Like, I just felt so much more like tired 
there was no like there was no extra boost or you know anything to kind of like flatline. It sounds like in a drug addiction almost. <laughs> like, dude, I was just you know. <laughs> yeah, and for me, struggling. I don't, I don't consume a lot of caffeine. Now I'll drink soda, mm-hmm. but I don't drink energy drinks or coffee like ever. I need to stop drinking energy drinks. Is what I need to do. Yeah. Sounds like you need one right there. Yeah, a lot of coffee <laughs> is what I need. I drank one from McDonald's this morning because, you know, Thursday was one of those nights. We said last Thursday was the preseason, and I decided to put in some extra work last Friday and last Saturday. Mm-hmm. I was ready for last night. Get the, get the extra reps in. I, you know, you just you, you know you, me. You're feeling worse last Friday than you are today, though. Yeah, but there's a major difference on why. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, last Friday, everything stayed, or last Thursday night, everything stayed in my system. <laughs> last night, that shit came out. I got to get the, you know, I exercise those demons, boy. They're out of here. Gone. That and that buffalo chicken dip. That <laughs> orange tent puke home. out. So you walked back to your apartment. I walked back to the office. Uh huh. <laughs> Watching you walk into the darkness, I had a moment where I said to myself, I was like, might be the last time I ever see him. And I just like, I just watched you walk away and I was like, love you, brother. And just kept walking to my apartment. Do you remember being so terrified? You're like, you can't. You can't walk back to the office. Oh, man, no. There's so many homeless people. There is. <laughs> you, like, we're trying to have like a serious conversation. Like, I'm, like for real, like no playing. No, I'm still serious. Yeah. <laughs> there's an <laughs> old YMCA that's right here next to our office, and there's a, like a, a parking garage or something you could tell was like a public pool that is now just like empty, but they've broken all the windows in it. It's just like this little mini skate park for all these people, but the homeless people sleep in there. When I went on my walk last Saturday morning, there were six homeless people on all the ramps just sleeping like fucking, this is my ramp, bitch. Go get the next one. I got the 10 footer. You take the 12 footer. Get out of here. I see. And I was just like, this Mel is going to be walking home drunk and they're just going to be like, is that a Kansas City Royals jersey? Dump his ass. It's pretty slick jersey. <laughs> yeah. Think we could steal it? Got any of that cash on you, boy? <laughs> I also I found some money last night. We're going to talk about that one later. Uh, let's talk about sports, though, because that's usually what we try to do. Um, last night, we had huge news come down in the NFL, the Cleveland Browns and their quarterback, um, Josh Rosen. Signed with Cleveland Browns last night. Uh, that, uh, this is huge. You get a former you know, top 10 pick now. Yeah, I mean, Signing with the Cleveland Browns. You moved on from Baker Mayfield, and you immediately replaced him with another, you know, first rounder. Like that's mm-hmm. what you want. You know what I mean? That helps yeah. Deshaun Watson in case he reaches any situations where it's like, oh, I don't know how to handle this. Josh Rose like, hey, don't worry, man, I got you. You know, from my experience, this is what I would do. And Deshaun Watson can hear that and immediately go, I'm going to do the exact opposite of that, and we're going to have a successful play. Josh Rosen is the perfect example of how like some of these big time recruits are just drafted based off their recruiting rankings. Oh, 100%. And I think that we've already kind of corrected that, but there was a little era there in like 17, 18, maybe dipping into 19, mm-hmm. where guys like Sam Darnold, Josh Rose, I guess that was the same draft, but right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Wow. And it was <laughs> like, oh, what? where were you recruited? Uh, were you a big-time guy? You're Elite 11? Felt like we put a lot of that into, a lot of stock into that. For old Joshy Rosen. When was the last time we saw a USC quarterback just be actually good in the NFL? Carson Palmer? Is that the last one? Mark Sanchez had a little run there. Yeah, Matt but like, Barkley, but like... He... Dude, I thought Matt Barkley was going to be the shit. When he was in college? Yeah. Or when he was in the pros? Both. Like, I thought he was going to I thought he was gonna be the guy to come from USC. Because, I mean, you just you hear people say it. It was like, this is going to be the quarterback from USC that makes the, the massive impact in the NFL. 
since Carlson Palmer. And I heard that, and I was like, that's awesome. And then I realized he was drafting like the third or fourth round, and I was like, this guy fucking sucks. <laughs> but that was like the first time I was like very, was very like – intrigued with the NFL draft past just like who my team was going to take. He was kind of another one of those guys though, where it was like, Oh, he's going to be great. Mm -hmm. And then he really wasn't, but then he still kind of got drafted high fourth round pick to yep. the Eagles. But even like it, during his time at, at USC, he wasn't that great. Mm -hmm. He threw a lot of interceptions. He threw 48 interceptions in college. <laughs> Jesus. 116 touchdowns. What do you think the life is like for the quarterback at USC? Just fantastic. I mean, I knew what the life was like for the quarterbacks at Missouri State. And I was like, this dude, like just the stories from those starting quarterbacks, it was like, damn, dude, you don't, you go to a shitty school that sucks at football. I can't imagine what it's like being at Texas, you know what I mean? Or just mm -hmm. Alabama, Ole Miss, like just these schools, yep. like even Arizona, like these party schools that you hear about. It's like, uh, that's the starting quarterback right there. <laughs> what up? Yeah. I would love to get guys like like a Chris Sims and Matt Leiner. Some yeah. of these guys are like these big-time like legends in college and returned for their senior season. Like, what was that like? Because <laughs> yeah. Matt Leiner, specifically, that dude I had a Heisman Trophy and a national championship, was going to be a top pick in the NFL draft. I was like, I'm going back to school. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of women, like a lot of wife prospects there for I, just like, hey, woohoo. <laughs> I think that even part of his was like, I, I just love college and I want to take, you know, one more year to just live it up and be here in college. I was like, of course you do. <laughs> Matt Liner at USC. <laughs> Fucking Jake Fromm's like, I'm going to the NFL. It's like, yeah. you shouldn't. <laughs> and even like for Liner, it wasn't, it's not like he's like some six foot two quarterback. It's like, oh, you're not going to, you know, you'll be able to blend in. Leonard's six five, six six. Mm -hmm. Everybody knew who he was, all over the covers of Sports Illustrated and stuff like that. I mean, it was crazy seeing athletes at Missouri State. Like, and again, that's where I went to college here in Springfield, Missouri. Missouri State, Missouri State Bears. Like, you knew who the guys were, or like even the girls that were just like the studs at sport. And you'd see them on campus, and it was like everybody realized, like, holy shit, like that's who that is. And there were times where I was like, oh wow, like that's awesome. And then I just would sit, like, I take a step back and be like. They're fucking going to class. Like, they're late to class, just like I am. And would be like, what's up? Like, I, that, that was my thing. Like, I could talk. I still can. To fucking anybody. And I love that. It's just like, someone would be like, oh, my God, that's who that is. I just walk up like, dude, what's up? How are you? People are like, man, you just talked to him. I'm like, yeah, I did. Yeah. I ain't scared. I just talked to anybody. I just fucking talked to Andy Reid. What's up? Shook his hand. Did I hear anything? <laughs> 30 minutes of you going back Hey, you had to hype me. Dude, because I thought security was going to take my ass down. I thought I was going to get freaking murdered if I stood up to, like, reach over to Andy Reid. I can talk to anybody. <laughs> I talked to him. If you mentioned Andy Reid, I never would have thought of that. <laughs> well, I was like, Doug Peterson's going to fucking jump my ass. Frank Reich's sitting right there. Should I do it? Should I talk Sean McVay's going to come over the table. Get the fuck away from Andy. Yeah. Need his plays. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andy Reid's cool guy though. Cool guy. Uh huh. Yeah, he was. So is Josh Rosen. Uh, they were debating on it. maybe maybe the Browns should just uh, interview these quarterbacks. <clears throat> they were also debating on bringing in AJ McCarron. That's another one. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't it. Wasn't it, says, it his girlfriend that was yes. super hot? Uh, Brent uh, Messenberger, right? Uh, what is his name? Yeah, I know. Did I just say it? Messenberger, whatever he no, does, a radio call for the Raiders now. <laughs> anyway, huh? his girlfriend, super hot. And that's the, like, they kept going back to him. 
Why can't I think of his name? I I got his first name. You're saying his last name wrong. <laughs> and I've got nothing for you. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, yeah, that guy. Musburger. Jesus. Musburger. What did I say? Messenberger? Messenberger. Ah, <laughs> I was close. I was close. Thanks, Jake. <laughs> Jake said a little bit close. earlier in the chat, hey, thoughts, is, is it cool to go see the Oscar Mayer Wiener movie? His first name's Brent, too. <laughs> Idiots. I got total, Brent, right? Total, no, you called him Brett. I did. I was thinking Brent. Brent was in my mind. Brett Musburger. You know, that guy. Yeah. His friend, Herb Kirkstreet. Oh, these call games? Awesome. What a mess that we are. But, yeah, Josh Rosen signs. Um, that that all happened fast. It's like, hey, the Browns might bring in Josh Rosen or A.J. McCarron. And then, boom, it happened uh, last night. But they they need a backup to their backup. Because yeah. their starter is going to miss two to eight games, it sounds like. Um, we'll see. I, I really, I thought that suspension would be official by now. Yeah. But, uh, uh, I think that's probably going to be something that happens tonight. It, it would not surprise me at all. And I mean, the rumors morning. that are out there for like, oh, it's probably going to be like an eight-game suspension. It might be lower than that. Just expect to hear the bad news pretty much is what we're telling Like, what, what more are you trying to figure out? Like, you, you finished your hearings, like, two weeks ago. I think, really, they're probably just kind of waiting for a buffer of, like, maybe big news to happen that you can just kind of slide it in and be like, all right, this kind of got covered up with all this other stuff. Yeah, just brush it under the rug. Yep. Look over here, look over here. You know, yep. the Washington Commanders message. Hey, have you heard about the lightning? Lightning over here? A little strike of thunder, though. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a little, little distraction with one hand, jab with the left. Gotcha. Um, also, in the NFL world... The Jets unveiled their black helmets, which they look pretty sweet. They do. I still hate their logo on the side of their helmet. I think you should just go with like an actual jet, like one, like a, an actual jet picture. Be super cool. Yeah. There's no need to spell it out. We know how to spell the words. Or even the if letter. they yes, the word. <laughs> yeah, it's it's rough. It's, I'm having a rough morning, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, even if they just spelled the word out, Jets, like it used to be. Like, why, why do you have to throw a football on your logo? <laughs> we know. <laughs> it's a football helmet. Like, we got it, guys. But if it just said Jets, I think it would look a lot better. Now, I don't know that I've ever noticed that they have a football on their logo that is just the most randomly placed football ever. <laughs> and it is really driving me nuts. It looks like the football I would draw in third grade, dude. It's so annoying to me. Like this is really bothering me right now. Why the hell do you have that there? It's a shitty look at football. Even if it just said Jets, like go look it up if uh, you can't see it. Not if you're driving, but if you're at work already, like, they just have a random ass football right there in the middle of their logo. Yep. It would look so cool if it just said Jets. You know, it'd be really cool if they did their helmet like the Eagles, where it's just like the wings coming off the side, but you do with like jet wings. Yeah. That'd like be fighter cool. pilot. Yeah. Yeah. How come they, somebody needs to do that? Make that edit. I don't know how to do it, but that would be sick. Yeah. Were we talking about it on the podcast? There should be like a, a helmet. Yeah. That's what I think. App where you can just. Someone's going to steal the idea and make millions off of it, like Wordle, and we'll be like, damn it. It was my idea. I just didn't know how to make it happen. Sell it to Amazon for just a, like a million dollars. <laughs> yeah. And then buy all a helmet generator. Yeah. Yeah. The, okay. So my problem with all of the Jets helmets, both actually, because they have two, is their their football logo. That's so dumb. Those jerseys would look super awesome 
if it weren't for that stupid football. <laughs> this is, that's going to be the one thing that bothers you. Like yeah. a girl wearing white socks. Just It's not going to happen. It's not going to work out. And then I just get fixated on it. I'm like, I can't <laughs> take my attention off of this stupid ball. It's like if I stare at it long enough, maybe it will go away. Like maybe it's just pretend, and then I, then I can look at it, and it will go away. But it's not. It's not happening. Uh, but I do like the black helmets. The all-black uniforms are going to look pretty sweet uh, once they finally get them going. So look at me go, uh, talking positively about the Jets. Yep, the happen. Bengals uh, officially announced theirs as well. We already mm-hmm. pretty much knew what it looked like because someone else had already done the design, but very well done, and it looks yeah. awesome. I have, Did the Bengals release anything with, like, what – uniforms they're going to wear it with i assume it's going to be a whiteout yeah i think it is going to be a whiteout or at least i mean that was at least my assumption of it mm-hmm. they should obviously um i don't think it would look as cool if it's like that white helmet on like their black uniform that's what i was going to ask would it look cool if it was with i think it might actually it might like white helmets are kind of i think they're kind of cool they're kind of trendy right now yeah there's not as many anymore. No, the Cowboys yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday, yeah. Uh, announced theirs too. But it's like, we all saw that one coming. Yeah, the Tony Romo type of jerseys. Yeah. Uh, the Thanksgiving Day, which I, I'm really glad that the NFL has done this and given these teams the opportunity to have an alternate helmet. Yep. I I know a lot of the teams are only wearing them for like two games or three games. Uh, hopefully, I guess going forward, you would mix it up a little more. Have a home and an away helmet, maybe. That would be cool, actually. Something like that. Yep. Yeah. Um, let's take it over to baseball, though. I saw this graphic yesterday, and a lot of people were talking about it. And it's about how expensive it is to go to baseball games. And I'll tell you, I was looking at this graphic, and it's like the cost for a family of four to attend a Major League Baseball game, the average cost. Is two hundred and four dollars. <laughs> I will tell you, that's very, very wrong. I didn't realize everyone in the family was paying their part. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and even like the people that did this study, like the hustle. I don't even know who that is. Uh, they said it was the total cost of four tickets, four hot dogs, two beers, two sodas, and parking. The Major League Baseball average is supposedly $200. I think Major League Baseball did this study. <laughs> They're like, hell no, baseball games are so cheap. Come Take all the amounts, lower by three, post it in the graphic <laughs> for the average. Yeah, just, uh, hey, divide everything by two. and Because um, that's pretty much what it is. We are fans of the worst team in baseball, probably. The Kansas City Royals, they've yes. Got, they've, they're down there. They're a cheap franchise in a, in, in a cheap city. Mm-hmm. They're a low-budget team in a cheap city. So this isn't even like, you know, the A's are really bad and they don't want to spend money, but that part of the country is very expensive to live in. Like, it, the Royals should be the cheapest ticket out there. <laughs> I mean, without a doubt. And when you go down and you look and you see Pittsburgh, 25, Miami Marlins are 23, the Arizona Diamondbacks are 22. And it's just like, what? Yeah, and the Royals come in on this thing – Average ticket price is thirty five dollars. Um, I don't. I don't believe that. I don't either. I mean, some of those tickets you're getting up to like two hundred bucks, and like the cheapest tickets that you can get out of Royals game are probably maybe twelve bucks now. Yeah, and I mean, I'm getter though, and this is bullshit too. The fees 
yes. that they charge you. So they might advertise it like, oh, this ticket costs $35. And I'm sure this is every baseball stadium or just stadium. But then it's like by the time you pay all your service fees and stuff like that, it is well over $35. Yep. You remember we went to that Grizzlies game. And it's like, dude, tickets are $6. Yes. Why are we not just going? Like, Let's grab these $6 tickets and let's go. By the time like the fees and the processing and all that other shit, it costs like thirty five dollars. Yeah, which is still nice for like a ba- an NBA yeah, game bad. that matchup, but it's still just like, why the fuck are you gonna tell us six dollars and quadruple the price right. of it? It's same with like uh, Airbnbs or hotels. That's yes, you buy an RV. Uh, you'll go and like I look all the time. And be like, all right, where are we gonna stay? Oh, cool. This Airbnb hotel. It's like ninety nine dollars. Psych. $200. Yeah. I like, they need to just, it almost just needs to be a law where it's like the price that you list is the price that you pay. Yeah. Stop with the other bullshit. Uh-huh. Like that, it drives me nuts. Cause like, oh, I'm planning a trip. It's going to cost me $500. Add in all your taxes and fees. It doubled with you everything. You're just like, ah, oh. that are like that too. Yes. Like I get it from Southwest all the time. There's yeah. like, oh, take a trip for only yeah. 19 get bucks. Away? Yes. It's like, I do want to get away for $19. Can't fucking wait. No. Psych, uh, actually, with the service fees, it's still $300. You want a seat? $37. You want a bag? That's another $40. Yeah, oh, you so this is a $100 flight. Like, right. To go to Tulsa. I drive there for an hour. Mm-hmm. And in this study, too, again, just looking at like the Royals, that's, that's the team we like. It says beer at Kaufman is $5.50. Um the lie detector results came back, and we determined that is a lie. <laughs> Beers yeah. are definitely $10. I was trying to remember, like, how much is a beer? Because I usually don't pay, like, that close attention because uh-huh. it's not, like, the, that shocking, like, oh, my God, beers are this much. But I know they're double digits. Yep. I want to say they're $12, but I know they're at least 10 <laughs> It ain't good, that's for sure. And then a hot dog – or, sorry, a soda for $3. Are you getting, like, an eight-ounce water cup? And they're charging yeah. three dollars because those things are at least eight. I'm trying to figure out what beer would be five dollars and fifty cents. A beer that nobody's drinking. Like, is that what the MLB did here? This graphic was like, find the the cheapest thing of everything and put it in here. Yeah. Because even if you're a family of four going to this, and it's like, okay, kids want hot dogs. That's cool. They're getting the nasty hot dogs that look like it has veins in it. It's just like Ugh. that's not even the color of a hot dog. I don't know what that is. Yeah. You're not and eating they, that. In this little study, again, the Royals. Said hot dogs were four dollars. Also a lie. They're probably six, which is wild to think about. Mm-hmm. I'm paying six dollars for. Oh, you got to pay for the bun. You can't forget that. You know, yeah. just, what's a hot dog without a bun? It's yep. wrapped in. Uh, if you want ketchup, you're paying for that too. And then parking <laughs> uh, at Kaufman, they said it was twenty dollars. That is also a lie. I think it's thirty-five for baseball games. Mm-hmm. No, for a football game, it's like seventy. You're talking about, like, this little study they're doing, I'm like, it's too expensive to attend a baseball game. You literally have to budget and plan to go to a football game like it is a vacation. Like, the amount that, that tickets oh, cost. Oh, football games are ridiculous. At Arrowhead, one single ticket, you're looking at 200 bucks. Easy. <sighs> and by the time you get in there, I think parking is like 60 or 70 so right there for just one person, mm-hmm. it's gonna cost you seventy dollars to park, two hundred. You're gonna get two fifty, three hundred dollars just to get into the stadium. Now, yeah. if you want to drink anything or eat anything while you're in there, that's an easy 
50 bucks. Yeah. God, God forbid you have a child with you that sees like a hoodie or a teddy bear <laughs> or a baseball bat, anything that I, at the team store. I can remember taking my daughters to Royals games when they were younger, and I would have to distract them from the team store. Like, we are absolutely not going in there. Not <laughs> happening. It sucks now. Now they're older, and they're like, we know it's here. Yeah. <laughs> you can't distract them. I even know where it's at. It's right there, Dad. <laughs> yeah. I know there's cotton candy around here somewhere, and you're going to pay 12 bucks for it. <laughs> and I'm only going to have two bites. <laughs> Got me. Yeah. Cotton candy is like the worst. I hate cotton candy. I used to love it. And then there was just one day I was like, this is stupid. It's so weird. It's such a weird texture. And it's sticky. Like you just can't get the stickiness off your fingers. Yep. Not a fan of it. No. So, yeah, going to a football game, though. I mean, it's – if you're a family of four and you want to go to a football game, I think you should probably budget for $1,000. Just for tickets. Like, just that's to get you into, like, into the football game. Yeah, maybe some food. Because tickets are, are stupid expensive. I remember being in college, uh, and, I mean, the Chiefs were good, but, they, I mean, you know, they weren't going to win a playoff games or anything. I think it was the last year, the year before Alex Smith, um, or before Patrick Mahomes, excuse me. It was like, I went to almost every game that year for, like, 50 bucks. Like, we, we just make, like, a last-minute decision. Like, hey, you want to go to the game? I was like, absolutely, I do. Well, let's roll. And so we just hop in the car and go. Fifty bucks. I should have just bought season tickets that year because I literally went to almost every single game. I saw every division game, and then I watched them play uh, Washington as well. And I think there was another matchup maybe against the Browns that year. And it was just like, this is awesome. It was fifty bucks at a time in college. It was like, this is expensive. But by the time you spend fifty bucks on a ticket and you split gas, it was like, it's still seventy five. That's fantastic. And this is Chiefs specific, but if you remember right, after they won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Tickets jumped to where now they are, and maybe it's not that way for every NFL team. They did, they went from like oh, I can find a ticket for like fifty bucks, and mm-hmm. now if you find a ticket for like in the hundreds, you should jump on it because that's super cheap, and you are sitting at the top. You're sitting in the seats where Jordan loves moms. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're getting for one hundred and fifty bucks, without a doubt. Right. And a lot of people at the time thought like, oh, this is it's COVID related. They have to raise tickets prices because they can't allow as many people in the stadium. And I think even the Chiefs came out, or maybe it was insider information. It was like, nah, we know we have a good football team. Yeah, That's why ticket prices are going up. Yep. It has nothing to do with COVID. These ticket prices are not going down when this stuff's over. No, like, and it was the season tickets as well. Just uh-huh. season ticket members went through the roof. Yeah, And as soon as they paid for them, because like, I think we were talking to one fan, and they are like, yeah, I just have it like, automatically come out. And then I saw what the amount was, and I was like, whoa, you raised these by like $700. Yeah. And didn't even say anything. Yep. And they're like, well, yeah, this is what the cost is. Well, for, how about a little communication, guys? Yeah. Pretty good at that. That auto renewal. Yeah. Get you every time. Dupe. Yeah. Oh, here. Oh, here's, paperless billing. Here's three months of something at half off. Yeah. What we're not going to tell you is that after that three months, we are actually going to auto renew you, and it's three times. Man, I'm thinking about going back to paper billing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at my freaking bill because they don't send that in the email. Uh-huh. They just say, click on the link to pay your bill. It's like, bitch, explain the bill. Why am I paying this? I got to pay $50 just for you to look at the meter to tell me how much I owe you. Uh-huh. I That's what I hate about utility bills. Just to, just to be like, you have lights, $50. And it's like, now you're using the lights, another $50. It's hot outside. That's another 20 I am afraid to see my oh. utility bill for next month. <laughs> Yeah, same. It's going to be bad. 
I live by myself. My last one was one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, yours was more expensive than mine. I'm just, I'm still not sure what's going on there. I don't either. About to call my apartment complex. Like, yo, we got another window tinting situation <laughs> going on where I, I get the deal. One time, uh, country and I went to get our windows tinted on our own vehicles. Yeah, I have a large truck. You have a. Uh, four-door sedan car kia optima kia gang what's up and it costs less for me to get my windows tinted with the like darkest tint that you can get and like weather control tint that makes it cooler on the inside like you got more expensive tint and mine was still i spent 450 dollars to get my windows tinted (laughs) 450 (laughs) fucking dollars i had just moved here and i was like i do not have four hundred and fifty dollars to throw away you guys said you had a sale for two hundred I was okay spending 200 on this. Not <laughs> they 400. Twice, buddy. Not 450. <laughs> they did. A little double layer. Oh. I don't know how that happened. I-, I can tell you who won't screw you over on prices, though. Uh, well, Major League Baseball will. The NFL is just absolutely <laughs> ridiculous with their prices. If you go check out Roper Kia, they will not screw you over. Uh, if they go check out their inventory, if they don't have the car of your dreams, they will help you find it. Uh, I can attest to that one a couple different times. And. If you mention us here at Mike Up, they're going to give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. Again, that's Roper Kia right here in Joplin, Missouri. You better believe it. Next up is going to be Gunspot. Make sure you visit them at Gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week. And one of the best parts about the website is there's no hidden fees when you go to check out. So you don't even have to worry about it. Also, it's not a matter of if it is a matter of when you visit their website. So be sure to do so at Gunspot.com. Now let's get into some baseball. Uh, we have the first half of baseball over with, and I wanted to get into some of those awards and look at MVP, Cy Young's Rookie of the Year, and Manager of the Year, and then we're going to end the show um, with the Just the Tip segment, which is a, a throwback. The NFL teams are doing it. They're going back to their old looks. We're going to bring back Just the Tip uh, because actually – had a lot of them in the DMs over the last two or three days. <laughs> there so we go. What the people want is what we're going to give them. But let's start with these first half awards for Major League Baseball, the AL MVP. I think this is a going. This is going to be a very difficult award to hand out because there are so many good players and options in the AL. You and I uh, have two different players here. I'm going with Shohei Otani. I, I just think that what he's doing is phenomenal. Yeah. And really, like, have to appreciate it. He's, he's killing the ball hitting wise, and pitching. He's been lights out as well. So for to watch somebody do this, he should probably be the MVP until he has a, a slip, until he falls a yeah. little bit. Because again, he could, you can make a case that he should be the Cy Young winner. Yeah, just based off what he's doing with pitching, and you can make a case that he should be the MVP just what he's doing with hitting, and combining both of those, like. Rename the award, like the Shohei Otani Award, like most yeah. outstanding player, because he is absolutely fantastic again this season. That would actually be cool. I kind of wish they would do that, just like rename, like a name the awards after players. Like, yeah, you're just too damn dominant. Like, this is just going to be named after you. Mm-hmm. That would be fantastic. I actually went with Aaron Judge, though, just for the fact that he's batting 284, 33 home runs, and 70 RBIs for the first half of the season. It's just incredible. Um, I think he hit another one last night. Which I wouldn't be surprised to, you know, I'm not surprised to hear. But here, it's just like, you can't even argue with Shohei Otani, though. I just picked Aaron Judge, so we'd have different answers, to be honest. But even I think though even I, with Judge, too, like, you can make a strong case 
for what he's doing. Yeah, he had another home run last night. He's up to 73 RBIs, 34 home runs. He had three RBIs last night? He must have hit a three-run shot. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I wasn't watching the game. <laughs> must have been a three-run homer, I, I guess. Just, Fuck. <laughs> tell the truth, Friday. I was pretty drunk when it happened. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. Hey, I'll be honest. I didn't know baseball games were happening last night. <laughs> I, was I thought they started tonight. I had no idea games started the game last night. <laughs> same. Same. <laughs> last night, I thought it was a replay. Yeah. Because the last time I was out, I was in that bar. I was watching the Yankees play, and Aaron Judge was crushing the ball. And I had a brief, like, is this deja vu? Like, what is happening? You know what I just realized? I had my Royals jersey on. <laughs> yeah, you did. Like, yeah, I'm telling you. You just like, fucking rinse and repeat, dog. <laughs> deja vu. And then a buddy of ours that was there had bet on the game. Uh-huh. And he had bet on the Yankees. And I was like, did Aaron Judge just hit a home run. Like, is this real? He's like, yeah, don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Because he didn't want me to jinx it. <laughs> so I couldn't even, like, he wouldn't even answer the question for me on, like, is this happening in real life? Is this deja vu? Is it a replay? Like, what is happening? I had to go and ask another stranger, like, is this game live? <laughs> and I think he was even like, aren't you the sports radio guy? Like, you should know. Yeah, we did a live show today. Wasn't paying attention to what's happening yeah, outside I, of that. I'm not up to date with every game that's being played in Major League Baseball. Even though this one is between the Astros and the Yankees, I should definitely know this information. I don't. So why don't you lay off me, buddy? But yeah, he hit another home run last night. The NL MVP, I feel like it's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a kind of our, a lot of our local fans here, Cardinals fans. That's old Paul Goldschmidt. This guy's on a terror this year. Hitting 330, 20 home runs, 70 RBIs. Uh, I really – I don't think he's getting talked about enough. No, he's not. And it's almost just – and, like, we're Royals fans, we know, and, like, there's a lot of Cardinals fans in the area for us. So we kind of just, like, jokingly back and forth, like, eh, you know, like, screw the Cardinals, yada, yada, yada. But, like, at the same time, like, Paul Goldschmidt, put some respect on that man's name. You know, we crack jokes, too. It's like, oh, the Cardinals – or maybe we don't. But, you know, you hear a lot of Cardinals fans like, oh, they just won't spend money. They won't do it. Well, they did on Paul Goldschmidt. And they did it on Nolan Arenado. And they, it is paying off for them. Goldie, it was looking like, ooh, this was a bad contract. Mm-hmm. Probably shouldn't have acquired this guy. He's got to get a little situated, get a little settled. Yeah, He is settled in for sure. And I, I'm i a Royals fan. Obviously, we've talked about that. I'm not anti-Cardinals. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when they got Goldschmidt, I was like, shit, that's one of my like favorite players. This is going <laughs> to yeah. be fantastic for them. And then he kind of had some down years before exploding this year. And same thing when they got Nolan Arenado. It's mm-hmm. like, why do they keep getting my guys on their side of the state? And we haven't really talked about this. The Cardinals, maybe it's the local reporting around here. Cardinals are a big-time favorite to go after Juan Soto. Yeah, I've actually uh, – someone told Juan me that Soto, last night. And I was like, what? I might have to start cheering for them. <laughs> like, seriously, those are three of my favorite players in baseball. Well, they are my favorite NL team. So <laughs> you guys told me I'm not allowed to do that, and I've just been like, middle no, finger, I, I'm doing you, it anyways. Yeah, I say you do it. I'm okay. all about AL NL team. Yeah, the Braves are my NL team. Maybe it wasn't you. Someone told me, like, you can't have the Royals and Cardinals be like, they're in the same state. It was like, yeah, exactly. They're yeah, both right here. <laughs> you want to cheer for the Rams and the Chargers? Go for it. Yeah, I think that was a discussion maybe last summer because somebody went to like a I, what was it, Chicago, like a game in Chicago, and like they were a Cubs fan, but they were like, uh, "Today I'm cheering for the White Sox." Mm-hmm. But yeah, go for it, do that. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. Do you think, Boo? And but, they're not yeah. like <clears throat> real big rivals. Like no. I don't think you can go to Duke and be like, "Yeah, but I also like North Carolina." 
Yeah, that's a big no-no. Yeah, or like Texas and Oklahoma. It's like, no, you've, you've got to pick one. Michigan, yep. Ohio State. Red Sox, Yankees. You've got to pick Chiefs, one. Raiders, you know what I mean? Yeah. Raiders, Broncos, yep. If it's right there in your same city or in your same state, I, mean, I don't I don't care. Because the Royals and the Cardinals, there are a lot of people around here that want to make it a rivalry. It's not. Yeah. I mean, you just go to the 85 World Series. That's about, you know, I mean, rivalry ends right there. Right, it's know? not a rivalry. It's where the buck stops, Bob. Because the Royals keep whipping that ass. Hey. <laughs> uh, hey, MVP, uh, a guy that I had never even heard of until this season. Maybe he's, he's not a rookie, I don't think. Shane McClanahan <laughs> with the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, absolutely balling out this year. <laughs> yeah. Has a 1.71 ERA. I was even looking at some of the other guys to be like, is there, is there anybody else? That yeah, I did the same. Maybe challenge for him? Or is there somebody that has a a little bit higher of an ERA, but like maybe more strikeouts and things like that? But as of right now, dude's killing it. And there are not very many other people that are even really seriously in the running. I, Justin Verlander's been very good. Um, I think a lot of us found out who Alec Manoa was this week. <laughs> He's yeah. been very good. Um, so maybe they can make a push in the second half. But for right now... It's got to be McClanahan with the race. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, the fact that you have 147 strikeouts to go with it. Uh, for the NL Cy Young, I went with Corbin Burns from the Brewers. His ERA is a 2.14. <laughs> and I say that like that's bad because that is absolutely fantastic. But it doesn't match up with the other pitcher that's in the NL that you did choose. But the reason that I went with Corbin Burns is the fact that he has 144 strikeouts. Like that yeah. to me was just like, damn. He's, Corbin Burns is a guy that I thought would fall off. I did too. I knew he had. A, I think he won the Cy Young last year. Actually, the Brewers were one of those teams for like the last couple of years. It's like, oh, we've got some really great pitching, but a lot of the rumors were this that they were a spider tack team that everybody was using the spider tack, mm. and that when that got outlawed, that it was going to be just crazy. And you know what? It like it hasn't been. Everybody thought like, oh, these pit, Garrett Cole's going to fall apart. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. like I bought into it. It has not really affected like any of these guys. Not this year. You could tell it did last year when it was like, there's oh, we're the, not allowed to use this anymore. But it's like. There's a guy for the Orioles. I don't remember his name, but he was using it last year a lot. He was like that TikTok account that we followed. It was like weekly. He'd be like, look at him here. Look at oh, him. Go yeah. to his hat. Go to his glove. Yep. Like he's definitely using it. He kind of fell off. <laughs> but like the big, like Corbin Burns, like he didn't. You know, here's the thing. Maybe they're using it again, and the MLB is just like, you already got in trouble. Yeah. People are done paying attention now. Yeah, like, hey, you're going to have to go let the umpire touch your glove, but, like, just hush, hush. Everybody yeah. be quiet. That guy on TikTok, he's banned. He's never coming back. Yeah. He, all of his games out. are blacked out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my NL, or sorry, NL site, Young, I went with Sandy Alcantara of the Marlins. He has been quietly very good. Yep. I think he might, he might be a free agent pretty soon. Well, probably I, going to New York or the fucking L.A. I believe he was in the Cardinals organization there for a while, and they let him go. I don't remember what the trade was, but it's like, ooh. Yep. Could probably. <laughs> I just realized I, I I just dropped a random F-bomb for no reason. Someone called me out on it last night. Like, hey, been catching up with the show, just kind of cracking up how Big Country would drop in an F-word just so he can. And it's like, am I really doing that? And I just did. I was like, there's no reason for me to say F in L.A. or New York. Yeah, he's probably going to go to New York or L.A. I feel like I just needed to apologize for that because it was a little unnecessary. Yeah, you watch your damn mouth. It's just so disrespectful. <laughs> I can't believe it. Uh, but 1.76 ERA, and he's kind of a throwback. He's an innings eater. Mm -hmm. you got a lot of these guys that anymore in baseball, 
like a starting pitcher, you used to go three times through the lineup. And like yeah. you check your pitch count and be like, all right, how you feeling? Anymore, so many of these guys, or teams really, you should go through the lineup twice. If you can get to like the fourth inning, you're then you're getting pulled. Oh, I mean, you see someone go to the seventh, and you're like, oh, wow. Like, yeah. All right. Like, this guy's, you know what I mean? Shut out, no hitter. What's going on here? It's like, oh, you're just letting him pitch. All right. But, yeah, fourth, fifth inning, it's like, you're done, dude. Yeah. Another one of my you're things done. with baseball is they always talk about, like, what's the hardest record in baseball to break? And a lot of people say uh, Joe DiMaggio's hit streak, 55. Mm-hmm. Have you looked at some of the pitching records that there are? Uh, yeah. Like, the, there's a – yeah, there's a lot of them that'll never be done. I think there's uh, like the most complete games pitched is just in a, a stupid number. Mm-hmm. There's no way it's ever getting touched. Even um, like strikeouts in a season, stuff like that. It's like, I don't think anybody will ever have 300 strikeouts in a season again. Oh, Even you can't. I mean, you don't pitch innings. enough. You know, you used to have guys that would get up there to like 240 innings thrown. Like, I think I believe we're seeing that number come down a lot too. It's like some of these hitting records, it's going to be tough, but and it might not ever be broken because 55 game hitting streak is just crazy. Mm-hmm. But what some of these pitchers were able to do, or the amount of wins, like seeing Didn't a guy win 20 games in a season, yeah, is almost extinct. Oh, for sure. I mean, you know, you see these guys here, and it's like, oh, they got seven wins so far. They got ten wins. You're like, oh, ten? They're on double digit wins already. Mm-hmm. Granted, I mean, that was for college players that we were talking about yesterday. But even seeing that, I was like, oh, man, I haven't seen that from an MLB pitcher in a minute. Right. Um, AL MVP, you and I obviously agree on this one. It's yep. got to be Julio Rodriguez. Oh, J-Rod, dog. <laughs> um, I think Bobby Witt is having a very solid season. And I love what he's doing. And I tweeted out during the home run derby, it was kind of half joking, half serious, that like Julio Rodriguez – and Bobby Witt Jr. are like the future of baseball. And I know that Bobby Witt is not like, he's not an all-star, and maybe he's not quite living up to the hype that some people have set for him, but he's still having one hell of a season. And so is Julio Rodriguez. I mean, both these guys, what they're able to do power-wise and on the base paths, I absolutely love it. Yeah. And, I mean, I just saw a whole graphic and stat about Bobby Witt just a little bit ago before we did the show, and he's, like, up there in terms of everything uh, for, like as one of the best rookies so far in the first half of the season. I think it was actually the Royals that just published it. Now, of course, I can't find the tweet that I'm looking for, but, yeah. like, he's actually doing really well. Enjoy him for the next five years. Yeah, I mean, you broke my heart the other day. I think it was maybe the podcast or radio. We were like, yeah, he's probably not going to finish out his career in Kansas City. I was like, what I, the yeah, fuck? I, I said if I had to bet if he would finish his career with the Yankees or the Royals, <laughs> I would probably bet on the Yankees, <laughs> which, again, is pretty outlandish since he is currently a Kansas City Royal. But we'll see. Maybe he loves it there. Maybe they'll give him that um, Salvador Perez contract. Like, hey, we're really early on this, but here's we're going to pay you well in your first couple of I years. would absolutely love that. That would be so amazing. I, and honestly, not to make this whole thing about Bobby Witt Jr., I would I would give him that contract. I've seen enough now to be like, yeah, pay him. Yeah, this give isn't him. Alberto Mondesi where it's like, oh, you know what I mean? Look yep. at this. Like, it's crazy. Like, no, Bobby Witt for, he has is a sure deal. Runs. 17 steals, and he's hitting 254 for mm-hmm. Bobby Witt Jr. Julio Rodriguez, 16 home runs, 21 steals, hitting 275. So J-Rod definitely having a better year so far. Um, I really like both those guys, but I'm, I'm giving my award. You are too. Uh, to Julio Rodriguez. Then in the NL, man, I'm just going to be honest, I could not find like anybody that was good in the NL. 
<laughs> it was so I went with Spencer Strider. Like in the AL, there's like four or five guys you could choose from. Yep. In I can't it's like, um, I don't know. Uh this pitcher for the Braves, he's pretty good and he's got a cool mustache. And like I didn't want to go with the pitcher because I felt like it was just kinda I don't know, for some reason in my mind I had to convince myself, yeah, it's just kind of like a cop out answer. And I'm not trying to say that to you, so please don't feel that way. Uh but like I ended up going with Michael Harris, who plays for the Braves. He's batting two eighty three, he's got eight home runs. 26 RBIs, and he didn't start playing until the end of May. So we've only seen like a month and a half of the kid. But at the same time, it's like, man, you're batting 283 right now, coming up a month and a half. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. Especially with the eight home runs. Just slithering up there. Slowly Slowly little snake. AL manager of the year. Uh, We agree it should be Aaron Boone. However, (laughs) what Brandon Hyde is doing with the Orioles has to be respected. I'm surprised you didn't just have his name up there by itself. If the Yankees weren't so damn good this year, <laughs> yeah. I would. Uh, if, or if they, they have a little bit of a collapse in the second half and the Orioles continue to do what they're doing, it's got to be Brandon Hyde. And I will say, what Brandon Hyde is doing with the Orioles is more impressive than what Aaron Boone is doing with the Yankees. Oh, without a doubt. Yep, completely I mean, agree with that. I could not tell you the like starting lineup for the Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> I don't I could name a I don't know guys. I don't think I could tell you a single player. Really? You could tell me a player for the Orioles for the Oilers and I God damn it, the Orioles and I wouldn't know who it is. Yeah. Tell me I, one. I'm dead serious. Tell you one? Adley yeah. Rutschman is the catcher nope. like top prospect. Yeah, oh, young prospect. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good. You've got like Cedric Mullen, Trey Mancini. Okay. Uh, so, but like, they don't have. I just surprised myself on how much I know. You know what I mean? It's like right. oh, I didn't know that yeah, actually. I've heard those names. Before. I've read. <laughs> I know those. some of these words. <laughs> I've seen you on MLB the Show. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's Check so impressive what they're doing without these superstars. There's no Aaron Judge in that lineup. There's no Giancarlo Stanton, or even DJ LeMahieu. Uh, so, <laughs> what they're doing in Baltimore is very impressive. And he, Brandon Hyde, should probably win the award. In the NL, we both went with Buckshaw Walter. The Mets, yep. um, they've been very good, and they've been kind of a laughing stock of like, uh, like the Mets are going to met type yep. thing. Like, just wait, it's going to fall apart. It's been kind of nice. Well. It's been nice to see that it hasn't. And, I like Buck Showalter, and for some reason, I'm kind of rooting for it not to. Like, I, I just want to see the Mets make something happen. You know, and I'm I again, I, I, I don't know why, but it's just like go Mets. Same, and I don't like the Mets. Yeah. Maybe it's like in the world Pete series. Alonzo. I don't know. I've, I'm, I kind of like him. You don't? I do. Oh, okay. Lindor. Uh, I really liked Lindor. Uh-huh. So it's kind of nice to see him having a, a comeback season. Maybe it's just because they're doing what the Yankees do. They're like, yeah, we're going to go pay for guys. Oh, that's – yeah, that's – And it's like maybe that's why I'm rooting for him. It's like actually it would be hilarious if it works for the Mets more so than the Yankees and be like, ah, got your ass. Yeah. That's still like my thing though. Everybody hates the Yankees. It's like, oh, they just buy their team. So do the Dodgers. Yeah, the Mets, if the, the Royals bought their teams, I would be freaking shouting from the rooftops like, "We just got Juan Soto." No, <laughs> we're fucking, we're gonna lose Bobby Witt. No, <laughs> right. no, no, no. Right. I'll tell you what will make things better when Bobby Witt eventually leaves, and that's Club Six Hundred Nine. Come <laughs> to the best happy hour in the world. There are two for one drink specials from two o'clock until eight o'clock. Uh, Friday nights are a pretty busy time. Maybe call ahead, get yourself a reservation. That happy hour again from two o'clock until eight o'clock every weekday. And then tomorrow, 11 a.m. until 8 p.m. at Club 609. I'm a, I might hit up that 11 to 8 uh, p.m. happy hour tomorrow at 609. So I'll head up, letting you know. 
Be there, be square, dog. Uh, next up, though, downtown Lube. Uh, that is the place to go right here in the four states. Joplin, Missouri, located in the heart of Joplin on First and Main Street. It's a place to go to get your oil changed and your tires lubed up, taken care of. Totally fucked that up. But you know what I'm trying <laughs> to say here. Why are you lubing yeah. up your tires? No, I just, you know what I mean? You just want that extra grip on the streets, my guy. <laughs> Still makes no sense. Just go to downtown Lube. Visit their website for their full list of services. It's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when you're going to need your oil changed and your tire your service. Tires get that lube. done. Take care of it. <laughs> Downtown Lube. Mark will appreciate that. Love you, Mark. Look at the boys lubing up tires down there. <laughs> uh, no wonder they can't get out of the fucking parking lot. Tires lubed up. <laughs> uh, I think I'm having problems with my brakes. I just yeah. I can't seem to stop. Anywhere. You know, this tread on this tire is garbage. Yeah. Nope, nope. It's, uh, we lubed them up for you. Yeah, man. Got those just, slicks on there. <laughs> just peel out, man. Just accelerate a little harder. Yeah, look at that. That's going to be on the <laughs> RPMs are through the roof, and you're going two miles an hour. <laughs> uh, now for uh, an old segment, but a new segment. I, I realize a lot of you maybe uh, weren't with me through the stick to football days. But we used to have a segment that was called Just the Tip, where people would DM or, or just tweet it out there if you want to, um, questions that they needed advice on. You just need a tip through life to get you through it. And it picked up the other day, I believe it was our guy Tyler, who sent one in. He was like, hey, this is kind of a thinking out loud, tell the truth, just a tip. I don't remember which one it was. Mm-hmm. And he was like, if that's still loud. And then we did it. And then we had a lot of other people that were like, hey, I, I've got some, too. Like, I need some help, boys. And that's where we're at today. Let's get to this first one. It says, how do I meet new people in Nashville, specifically? I'm, in a, I'm new to the city. I've made work friends, but that's it. Dating apps in a tourist city are garbage as well. Yep. That does have to be tough. Doing it the does. dating scene in a new city like that? Uh, honestly, man, I wouldn't man or woman, whoever it is, excuse me, don't even worry about the dating scene right now. That'll happen when it happens. Like You just got to get to a point where you find a, a routine in the new city. Figure out spots that you like. Just go like experiment different places. You know what I mean? If you don't like it, you don't got to go back. But once you kind of find your routine and you get yourself in a little bit of a groove in the city, everything else will just kind of fall into place. Yeah. Your friends with work, find out what friends, excuse me, I'm not a little burp, but I just did right into the microphone. Find out which friends from work want to go out if none of them do, be like, well, all right, cool. Go to other departments at work. You know what I mean? Just find people that go out and do stuff. And, like, don't invite yourself, of course, but just kind of find a way to, like, get involved and intertwined with stuff or do something else in the city that just gets you out and about. Because I had to do the same thing in Kansas City. That's why I'm doing this. Dating apps, they are absolutely garbage if you go to a new city. It's just like this. It's like the app knows, like, you're not here for a long time. You're not seeing anybody that lives here. It's like, this oh, I love when I go through a city. And I'll like open up like Bumble or, or Tinder and like I'll get matches or I'll get likes with people. And uh-huh. then it's like, well, I'm gone the next day. So like, yeah. <laughs> now you're 400 miles away. So it's now or later, sweetheart. <laughs> this, this is really not doing uh, either one of us well. Yeah. Sometimes I did try one time. Uh, I matched with a girl in Nashville. And then she messaged me the next day and was like, I see your location or whatever is already however many miles away. Yeah. It's like, so I'm assuming you don't live in Nashville. And I was like, I don't, but I'll be back this spring. <laughs> <laughs> she was looking for something more serious. Ah, that's tough. And I was. She um, she is, but she's not, you know. <laughs> yeah, I did not see her again in the spring. But I, I do think you're kind of right. And for like even being here, 
we've really established like the places that we go. And so like always going to club 609, then you start to realize, all right, who else is going to 609? Yeah. Like I have so many friends that literally just because of that bar. 100%. I mean, that's what made the transition for me coming from Kansas city to here. Honestly, very easy because you guys already had like that built in routine of like, this is kind of like where we go, who we know. And like, I was, I, of course, the new guy for a long time was people would be like, okay, like familiar face, don't really know your name. But then like, as time goes on, you just get more like included and stuff involved. People realize it. And like, you know what I mean? You just start sharing memories together. Something happens and you're just like, I was fucking here for that. My other friends were not. Can't wait to tell them about it. It's like, you missed out. Uh, how about this one? I like this because the listeners also getting involved in it. Um, Jesse says, I'll be in Nashville week three. I'll be your friend. A little mic'd up listener hey. <laughs> uh, event. So right there. There you go. And also find a yoga studio and go. You'll meet new people, and it's super easy to meet single attractive people. Dude, Bryce is fucking killing it at life. You're telling me you got we got a cowboy listening to this that goes and does yoga? Women just must be – he's got to be beating him away with the broomstick. <laughs> Probably. Get away, woman. <laughs> yeah, I said stop. No means no. Uh, I, I do. I like that idea. I've been low-key thinking about doing yoga, but I'm too embarrassed to do it. Is this you want me to go with you? I don't know. Because depending on the time, I might be interested. I think I did it a couple times in college. And again, it was because the girls that were there were very attractive. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I'll go. I'll do it. Um, It was a much harder workout. It was like I didn't think it would be a workout. (laughs) Yeah. No, I just go in and stretch. We're good. But it also, like, it does. It makes you feel better. It really, like, I mean, we'll, and I don't want to be that guy, but, like, doing CrossFit, like, we'll warm up and stuff, and we'll do, like, a couple, like, yoga stretches and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, there are times where I'm like, man, this feels, <laughs> this feels good. <laughs> like, this is nice. <laughs> I, and I've noticed, like, over time, too, because I started in April, just, like, how much more flexible I am mm-hmm. and, like, the strength in my flexibility. It's not like I'm just touching the floor when I come out my hand. He's like, yeah, we're about to fucking cramp up, dude. Don't ever do that again. But I now like it's like idea. I go to touch the floor and it's like, wow, this feels – this is nice. I like the idea of a yoga studio as well because it's a little – it's not like, oh, I just joined a gym. Mm-hmm. And maybe joining a gym would be a good one too. Like you, you're a CrossFitter. Yeah. You've met other people in your cult. And that's why I – like CrossFit does sound very intimidating and I mm-hmm. – I the reason I'm – because I used to just shit on it. I was like CrossFit is so stupid. You're going to get yourself hurt. Like, you know what I mean? The the form and stuff that they do, like you hear other people talk about, like, that's dumb. And in my mind, it was like, I just want to be, like, functionally strong and comfortable in my movements and anything I do. And I finally just, like, bucked up and, like, got over it and was like, let's go try it out. And it's like they, they're they so set on the technique and form of stuff they're like you because they don't want anybody to get hurt. And for some reason, in my mind, I thought they're like, let's see if we can tear a freaking rotator cuff because that would be sick. It's definitely not it at all. But like going into a gym like that where it's like you just have to walk in, do the workout, you die, and then you leave. It's kind of nice. And then like over time, you're going to meet people there as well, especially when it's like more of like the class setting. Because if you go to the gym by yourself, it's like that's going to yeah, take a long time if you're not a very social, interactive person. But if you're in a class setting, settings, it's a little yeah, it's easier. Like I've got my headphones on. I don't want to talk to you. Exactly. I am here to just put the work in and get out. Yep. I feel like your cult that you go to is a little bit different. <laughs> And it, again, so, I, excuse me, Jim. 
Yeah, for sure. I and I thought it was a cult. You know what I mean? I was like, this is these people are just weird, judgmental assholes. They're actually pretty cool, down to earth people that just want to have a good time. It's like yeah. I want to have a good time. Right. Let's all have definitely, a good time. Definitely not a cult. And if it is, I'm part of it now. What's up? Yeah. Um, so I I like that one too. Um, the yoga studio, getting like finding you a good bar. If that's mm-hmm. your if that's your thing, if you like going out. Um, Finding a good bar, meeting the regulars there. I've also really liked – I've been a regular at 609 for a long-ass time now. What am I going on? Like seven years since I've mm-hmm. been going there. It's also really fun because you get people that come in in seasons and where like they think they're a regular too because they're like going through – here's the truth. You get people that are going in there and they're like going through a breakup. And yeah. so they're there and they're like, we're regulars too. We're super cool. You're regulars. And then they get in a relationship and they disappear. And then that class is replaced almost immediately by the next group of like, I'm going through a divorce. I'm a regular here yep. as well. And you meet people that way. Or just other gamblers and sports <laughs> fans too. It's uh-huh. like all kinds of stuff there. Um, here's another one for you though. Is being hungover a good enough reason to skip a birthday party? <sighs> Depends on whose birthday it is and what age they're That's turning. That's true. If, like if it's a two-year-old birthday party, see you later, kid. Girlfriend, you gotta be there. <laughs> yeah. If it's your mom, like you show up. If it's like a casual friend from work, maybe just drop by for a little bit and yep. then bounce. Just or at the end of it, just be like, "Hey, sorry, had a bunch of other stuff I had to take care of," or bounce in and be like, "Gotta go." What don't movie, feel good? There's a movie or a show that talks about it. It might be it's the Jim, office, the office, Jim, yeah, right, where he's like, "I'm there long enough to like." Have a, a moment where I can be like, oh, remember when this happened and like people see me there. Take a picture <laughs> and I'm out. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's what you have to do in this situation. I'm also a big like uh, not to get too deep, but like life is too short to be doing things you don't want to do. It definitely is. But at the same time, like in saying that, like you got to remember if you were invited to this, people want you there. Like even if like it is like a little kid's birthday party, right? Like eh, this kid's turning two or three. The kid's not going to remember it, but, like, the parents will. And the parents are more just, like, which one of my friends, like, wants to be involved in my life while I have kids? True. And, like, that, I think, At means first, almost. I was ready to be like, no, screw yeah. that. I'm not going But, like, as I've gotten older and, like, I have friends that are, like, getting married and having kids, it's like you can tell, like, they've realized, like, I'm married now. Nobody wants yeah. to hang out with me. I've had kids. Nobody wants to do anything. And it's oh. like, actually, like, I, I still do. You know what I mean? Like, I'm that, like, like I pride myself on that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's you got me on that one. Yeah, because I had friends who had their their son had their fourth birthday party and wasn't able to go because the person I was going to go with got sick. But it was just like I should have just gone to that by myself. Like, there's no need for me. Like, ah, she's sick, can't go. It's like I should have just been there because like all my other friends were there. My, you know, what I mean, the, the the parents are my close friends as well. And I was like, I wasn't even there to say hi to them. I was like, dang, I missed out on that. Mr. See you at the uh, fifth birthday. Fifth no birthday more party. Mr. Nice Guy. You can't even help it. I don't think you could be I just, mean man. if you wanted to. I don't know if you could be mean if you were paid to. Like um, in Practical Jokers, when they're like, call this lady ugly, you couldn't do it. I don't think I could. <laughs> or if I did, the moment the camera turns off, I'm apologizing my ass off. Uh-huh. Like, like you are absolutely beautiful. Love your nails. Earrings are beautiful. You're great. Your personality is just shining through the roof, honey. 
Your smile lights up a room. Let me see it again. Thank you so much. But if they made like a stipulation, it's like, hey, you can't tell them that, that this was all a joke. <sighs> can't. And like, I'm losing. I'm doing every punishment. I'm going into every <laughs> meeting with a freaking presentation that I don't know what's going to show. <laughs> I'm I, losing that game. Um, here's another one in the chat. Is an Irish goodbye rude? <laughs> it depends on who who you're with again this is this is my i fucking hate irish goodbyes really <laughs> i think it is <laughs> and i get why a lot of people do is because like oh you have to tell everyone goodbye and you spend like 20 to 30 minutes doing it mm-hmm. and it like it takes forever i'm the type yep. of person where it's like if you disappear my night's ruined until i know where you're at because my mind immediately <laughs> Man, goes to nice ex, i mean especially when like i have like friends that are girls that'll do it at a bar and they just fucking yeah, disappear uh-huh. i mean straight panic mode like I turn into security yeah. of like, where the fuck is this person? Where's the last guy that she was talking to? And I'm going right at him, like, where is she? And he's like, yeah. dude, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't know who you are. And I was like, well, the little blonde hottie that you were talking to, where's she at? And then it's like, oh, I went home. It's like, just you don't even have to make like a big like, hey, I'm leaving. Goodbye, everybody. Just yeah. a little like, hey, I'm out of here. Maybe, at least yeah. tell one person tell one that person. you, like, yeah. hey, I'm out. So Actually. when people ask, that person at least has an answer. Yeah. Because I freak out. Yep. Um, if I find money on the street, am I allowed to keep it? 100%. This was me last night. How much is it? How much this was it? My own, just the tip. <laughs> I found $6 last night. Bro, that's coffee. It was my McDonald's breakfast this morning. It was. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Here's the great part, though. I was just walking, again, walking back to the office on our little walk of shame last night. Which, like, our walk of proud. No shame in walking home from the bar. No. That's a smart move to do. There's just a wad of cash. And now, it was only $6, but at the time, it's like, I was kind of drunk, and I just saw, like, six bucks folded (laughs) up looks pretty thick. Two C's thick. I'm like, hell yeah. It was six $1 bills. Two C's thick on the fucking $6. Yeah. Could you imagine if it would have been, like, a hundred? I know. Oh, we would have. I would have gone nuts in the street. Like, we rich, bitch. And this morning, even I like remember, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I've got, I got six bucks. Like, <laughs> I'm going, I'm getting myself right. I'm going to get some hash mazillies and uh, Dr Pepper. I'm going to write this thing. And uh, I get in my wallet. That money stunk so bad. It smelled like straight cigarette smoke. Mm-hmm. So, like, am I allowed to keep it? Yes. Should I have? Like, I should. Smelling that this morning while hungover was not worth $6. Mm-hmm. I should have left it there on the street. And also, anytime I find money, especially ones, I'm like, where has this been? Yeah. I just – if you if you get rid of it as quickly as you got it, you're fine. Hand right. sanitizer. You know what I mean? Just a little hand a sanitizer. Dollar you cleared a dollar up. earned or whatever. For, I mean, anytime I see – if someone hands me like a quarter or something, like, oh, I don't want this change. Like, 25 cents is closer to a million dollars, babe. What up? <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, you like, like, if you see a quarter, are you like going after it? Like, oh, it's over there. Um, I'm not going to go out of my way, but like, if it's directly in front of me or someone's just like, oh, I don't want my change, it's like, uh, thank you so much. Take yeah. That. Even dimes, nickels, and pennies, man. I'm thinking they add up. Well, if I like drop change in between the seats of my truck, yeah. A quarter, I'll be like, oh, I need to, I'm going <laughs> to jam my hand down there, potentially break it, but I'm going to get that quarter. Yeah. If it's a nickel or a dime, man, why? Are we, how easy can I get it? <laughs> why are vehicles not just like putting little holders or like 
covers right there. Like stuff's not sliding in your seat. I actually looked for one on Amazon Prime Day. I had one when I had a Pontiac because I got it off that Wish app where it's just like it wraps around your seatbelt and then you just like smash it in between like your console and your seat. And it worked out great for a while. And then like I got the Kia now and I was like, I probably should have kept those because that was kind of nifty and handy. Yeah, I I did. Catches all my fries. You know what I mean? I looked for one on Amazon Prime. I thought like Prime Day, they're definitely going to have one. Uh, Instead, I bought new floor mats. (laughs) (laughs) Which do look nice, by the way. Yeah, they're, they're I got one hell of a deal too. I think they're like seventy five bucks, and they were marked down from like two hundred and something. That's a steal. Thank you, Prime Day. Yeah, like I didn't even need it, but it's like, yeah, I'm going to do that, <laughs> <laughs> and that's where they get you. Um, another, just a tip for you guys. Last one, um, a little bit of a long one. Um, all right, boys, I need some advice for just a tip. Um, I moved back to my parents' house in late twenty twenty in late twenty twenty due to the pandemic spending damn near nine months in a two-bedroom apartment without leaving or seeing friends during quarantine damn near drove me nuts Um, i'm looking to move out either to an apartment or a house i like to live in an apartment but the thought of the rent money is essentially thrown in the trash every week not counting towards anything i can use to build equity bothers me however the massive inflation of house prices in my area has left me in a position where the house i would purchase for myself is vastly overpriced, sometimes increasing by 50% plus uh, when it was sold last year. Here's my dilemma. I'm 28 and living with my parents is an immediate lead anchor around the neck of my any romantic <laughs> situations. Yeah, that would be. It's like we were talking about with the RV too. Mm-hmm. Tough to bring a lady back to the uh, the parents' place. Yeah. Although got I the basement I, to myself though. I think I could do it to my parents' place. I think it'd be fun. I actually might try it. <laughs> it my parents might move. <laughs> that would be... Uh, like, hey, I got to head home. Like, oh, cool, I'm coming with you. Drive 45 fucking my minutes. My mom would just be so happy. <laughs> she oh, Honey, do you want do you want anything to eat? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, my mom would have breakfast, like, ready for everybody. Like, no, you have to stay. She'd be <laughs> yeah. the nicest person ever. Um, do I go ahead and move, move back into... Uh, I lost my place. Do I go ahead and move back into an overpriced apartment uh, to regain my independence or buy a house uh, I would like that is much more expensive than it should be? Uh, I I think the apartment is the way to go. Yeah, especially with like, and I mean, he even puts it here later in the thing too, is like, you know, why pay 20 to 50 grand more on a house with the market as it is, mm-hmm. or just like, you know, bite the bone, live with my parents for another year and hope the housing market goes down. Like, man, honestly, like, even if you go for an apartment, like, you're 28. Like, that's two years older than me, and I feel like I'm kind of in a situation, too, where it's like, man, I don't know kind of how to go about things. There's no rush. You know what I mean? You're fucking 28 years old, dude. You're good. You're set. I think a lot of people, like, their their culture almost puts, like, pressure on them. 100%. Here in the Midwest, where we're at. Oh, There's I mean, our hometown. Yeah, I'm 26 years old. My hometown. Why aren't you married? Why don't you have kids? Exactly. Why don't I have two kids? Why am I not married to someone that I knew in high school? And it was just like, whew. Yeah. Or, you know, even uh, have other friends that it's like they are married, but it's also that pressure of like, wait, you're, you're in your 30s now and you don't have kids. Why not? Yeah. Well, bitch, some people don't want kids. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, there, there is a lot of pressure sometimes. I, I do think you're right. Uh, maybe even just hold off a little bit. It probably sucks living with your parents, but I don't know. Mine are cool. 
Hopefully yours are too. Yeah. But the housing market, and I'm not like an expert on this. I think it's going to collapse pretty soon. I, it boomed uh, yeah. over the summer, and I, prices are already really coming down. I so think, I yeah, people are getting out. tired of yeah, – I mean all the rich people that are like, yo, I can pay $70,000 over asking price, straight cash, homie. They've all got their houses. <laughs> now it's everyone else that's sitting there waiting like, ah, I can't do that. And people are going to realize we got to bring these prices down. Yeah, I was talking to a lady uh, yesterday, and she said that she had sold her house and was looking to move – uh, to uh, where I live in mm-hmm. Web City, and she's like, "There's just there are no houses now. Yep. Like everybody sold their houses and thought, like, oh, we're gonna make all this money off of it. That's great, but there are not very many houses to buy now. Yeah. <laughs> and so I don't know. Like again, I'm not an expert on it. Maybe talk to somebody who is uh, a little bit more knowledgeable than we are on the housing market. But I feel like that thing is gonna come down, and you are gonna be able to get some houses within the next year. So Which maybe even like, would be nice." apartment for a year i know it feels like oh i'm throwing away this money is not going towards anything but it is it's providing you shelter it's a home so it's not you know just wasted yeah and you don't if something happens you're not the one that's you know responsible for fixing it or paying for it which is you know kind of the other thing of having a house like i get adding you know having equity and assets and stuff like that which is great and that's awesome that's where your mind's at with it but also if you you know if your thing in your mindset is like i'm not able to kind of get in a relationship because i live with my parents go get an apartment for a year or you know, stay with your parents, stack your cash, and just go do anything and everything you want. Go take vacations. You know what I mean? Go find a friend that lives close that has an extra bedroom, and just be like, "Hey, by the way, if she asks, I live here." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> play cool. <laughs> or he, uh, if he asks, you know, I live here. Either yeah, way, doesn't matter. But I, I would either go with the stay with the parents or the apartment, mm-hmm. even for a year, and then just kind of wait. And if you find something, you can probably get out of that lease a little bit early. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Like you get an apartment for like a year, 16 months, and then you find a house eight months into it. See you later, apartment. I got myself a house. Yeah. And I'm sure that most places or people would work with you on that one. All right. That's it for us today, though. We appreciate you guys joining us. Look at this. Like an hour long show. Star flu game. I mean, yours. I'm back to back weeks, baby. Yeah. Uh, powering through. We appreciate you guys joining us, though. Uh, we'll be back at it on Monday for another episode of Mic'd Up right here in the Call and App. We appreciate you guys um, listening, Apple, Spotify, you guys as well. And uh, of course, all the people in the chat today really appreciate your participation. We'll talk to you guys on Monday.